long ride, what will I do with the remainder? Good die young, so my species are endangered in the jungle with my guns out. Been through the storm, but the sun's out. I see the clouds coming, I'm not running from the flood, cause it's time the enemy is gonna get flushed out. I'm on the pirate ship with all my <laughs> How y'all doing, y'all? I don't own shit for that music. That's my man, Struggle Jennings. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. Um, I've been listening to Struggle and Jelly and um, two primarily just the two of them. You know, but others, in, you know, in between, catch different things, learn different things, you know, figured out I like different things. And, um... I started listening to Struggle and Jelly, and every time I would put on they shit, it ain't shit for real. Every time I would put their music on, um, it always felt like it, they was telling, you know, my, um, like it was the soundtrack for my life. And it's funny, because when I was a kid, I would have said, like, my soundtrack to my life was like, you know what I mean, All Eyes on Me by Tupac or something like that. You know, or me against the world with Tupac, and um, you know that I really believed that then, and I really believed that you know I wasn't shit, and and who gave a fuck because I was going you know take what I wanted and live how I lived, and you know fuck everybody else. So then you know I did a little bit of growing up, and 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 finally became a man at 40, like I said before, and now all of a sudden. You know, I still listen to that Pac shit because, you know, it, it's uh, like I reminisce and I remember how I was. And, you know, even though, you know, I was in the streets and I was I was banging, it was really like I was really still so fucking innocent. You know what I mean? Like I'd already dropped by. You know, I'd already done things that, um, you know, what I mean, made the world a little different for the worse. And, um but truthfully, in that era, I was still really innocent. Like, I was really, I really thought this world was okay, and I wasn't. And um, so now, you know, after I've done some growing and, and thinking, and, you know, I mean, I, I picked up some tools along the way on, on how to um, handle struggle. Now, I listen to Struggle Jennings and, and Jelly Roll, and, um, you know, like, they telling us, this is a soundtrack to my life. Like, it's real shit. Like, you know, I got to work to keep the food on the table and the electric on and the, the roof over our heads. And, you know, the government help where they can and, 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 you know, whatever, whatever. But I never even had health insurance. You know what I mean? So I know I know what it is and I know how to be sick and, and not want to go to the doctor because you ain't trying to get no another bill in the mail because that's the only mail you get is fucking bills from doctors and, 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 well, just doctors that you owe money to. So you're like, fuck it. You know what I mean? What? I'm coughing up blood? Eh. I drink some more coffee. It'll soothe it. I'll be fine. You know what I mean? And try not to talk too much. You know? Um, head hurts. Stomach hurts. You got a fucking tumor growing in your stomach. Hey, why don't you just go ahead and, um, you know, relax a little bit, don't eat so much, you know, let the tumor take up some more room, so, you know what I mean, just eat a cookie or something, you fat mother, you know, whatever, but, never even had life, or, or health insurance, and, you know, even though I'm providing for my kids, if I die today, I'm leaving them nothing, nothing, you know, I really believe that I feel like I have something, and that's only because I come from nothing, and if I passed today, I'd be leaving my kids nothing. Like, I don't even know what kind of influence I've been. Probably, you know, for my first eight, I was probably showed them how to, you know, um, walk away from your problems and, and, and avoid your responsibilities. I, I'm sure, you know, they mastered that lesson because, you know what I mean? Um, they got a dictionary somewhere and, like, I'm sure they pasted my fucking picture to it the way they feel about me. And that's cool, like, that's their, that's their shit, you know what I mean? And that's what they need, that's their process. And whether or not they ever forgive me, you know what I mean? That's gonna be on their terms and I'm not gonna force the issue and, and you know, um, I'm damn sure not gonna beg. Um, I'm gonna apologize and say, you know, I'm sorry. 
and you know, I wish I could change it, but there ain't no fucking changing it, you know what I mean, the only thing I can do is, is, is start today, okay, and when I decided to start today and change my life, things got better, and I apologize that, you know, I had more children and, you know, they didn't replace any of you, no child is replaceable, um, you know, it still hurts to hear your name and, you know, to, um, you know, or, or bring up your name and nobody knows who the fuck you are because I don't talk about you enough. And, you know, I, I dote on these kids and, I, and, you know, I love every one of them and, you know, they make me mad sometimes, I yell and scream, but whatever, at the end of the day, like, I will fucking, I would catch a body or become a body for either one of them. And for me... You know, honestly, I felt like that with every one of my children um, before I, I left them. And, um, you know, in the, in the process of that, um, you know, I made a promise to myself and to them that I wasn't really mature enough to, um, to keep anyway. You know, just by, you know, um, conceiving them, um, you know, I made a promise to them that, you know, I would take care of them and they would, you know, I'd give them life lessons so that one day they could move out the house and, 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 you know, replenish the earth on their own and see what life is really fucking about. And, you know, it's funny, the, my, my children that are, um, that don't talk to me, um, you know, I have one that's getting ready to, you know, have a, have a son or have a, have a child. And he's about to find out, like, this, he, like, he really gave me a rash of shit, like, told me, you know, he kind of felt like I just signed the paper like it was nothing, like he didn't mean anything. And I tell you what, that was one of the most adult decisions I had ever made in my life to this day. Um, to give up my child that, you know, I helped birth, you know what I mean? I helped him come into the world. I cut his fucking cord, you know what I mean? Like, I, I spent time with him and... and you know, not enough, not nearly enough time, and, you know, I let, you know, the, the, uh, chaos that was me and his mom, um, contribute to me, you know, not feeling guilty for walking away, but never for once did I feel like, um, I was abandoning, you know, any of you, you know, I always, you know, when the relationship was over with your mothers, it wasn't, you know, it was still with the best of intentions. You know, you can't blame the moms. Yolanda, I blame Yolanda. Like, Connor, your mom is shit. You know what I mean? Like, boy, I barely know you. And I just want to tell you as your father that your mom is shit. You're in YC. You're in motherfucking child protective services right now because of your mother. Um, but that's not neither here nor there. And, um, you know, Justin, Bella, and Dylan, you know, your mom... You know, just from the one conversation, I know she's really killing it out there for you guys. You know, so if I did anything right, I found you a good mom. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I had kids with the right woman, and, and you know, Tammy, you know, Tyler and um, Jasmine's dad, like, she, I don't know what the fuck, you know, like, like, there's still a lot of hurt there with her on both sides, you know? I abused her prior to her having Tyler, and... You know, I was real shitty, and I was in the game, and I treated her like, you know, one of the pawns, and, you know what I mean, after we were married, I really realized that I didn't like her as a person, and I didn't really, other than the physical aspect of our relationship, there was nothing else there, and finally, when we realized it and decided to end it, um, you know, I'd have stuck it out if she wanted to stick it out, but I think she was just as done as I was, and I wasn't going to hold her to something that, you know... We really didn't, you know, I found out she was pregnant. I married her a week later. We weren't even together. Like, I, you know, I had already, you know, abused her and, and, and sent her, you know, and, and separated from her. I was doing jail time, and, you know what I mean? Um, so when she came to me and told me she was pregnant, I said, look, we're going to have to get married because that's what I thought men did. I thought that, you know, they knocked up girls and, you know, gave up their whole lives to spend the rest of their lives raising kids and taking care of this woman. 
So for me, like her not working and her staying home and taking care of the kids, like this is the lessons that I was taught as a kid. This is the stuff that I thought was right. Like, you know, me Tarzan, you Jane, bitch. You know what I mean? Like that's the type shit that I came up in. So, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't know how to be a man. I never had a man say, you know, teach me any lessons about being a man. You know what I mean? Like they, they wanted to bully me and, 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 you know, intimidate me. And, you know what I mean? Like, like I have no fear of death. Death doesn't scare me. It never has. I've always known that, you know, life and death is only a second away. And, you know, there's a very thin line that we walk as human beings. And, you know, sometimes you're lucky enough never to fall off this beam. And sometimes the wind comes through and just knocks you the fuck out. And you're gone and everybody's mourning your loss for a week or two until they, you know, your memory fades. And then the only one that cares is your mother. Or your ex-wife, or, or you know, or your 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 wife or your kids, but the the rest of the world moves on, and you know somebody else has your job, and somebody else has your um, your your possessions that you um, you know couldn't live without. Well, now you're dead. You don't fucking need them, right? Eh. <laughs> Whatever. Um, you know, and, and so I never abandoned you know, the kids with the intention or with the intentions of abandoning them for one. And for two, it was never about them. It was about me. Like I was selfish. I, I needed, you know, once the marriage was over, I immediately had to go into recovery zone and find a way to, um, you know, have somebody take care of me. You know, I needed to be married and in a relationship or, you know, somebody that was, you know, willing to take responsibility for everything else that I didn't feel like fucking doing, you know what I mean, because I had been so used to, you know, somebody cleaning up my messes for me, and, you know, now, you know, I don't live with my mom no more, now I live with you, bitch, and, you know, like, I need my laundry done, like, somebody's got to make me dinner, you know what I mean, I like the house clean, you know what I mean, like, I don't like, you know, clutter, so if you don't mind cleaning a little bit, that'd be nice too, you know what I mean, and occasionally, you know, you have to have sex with me. I'm not going to force the issue. I know, you know, um, the attraction's gone now that you, you know, see me fart. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, the honeymoon's over, babe, but whatever. Um, but that's the way, you know, that relationship was. And maybe she had a, a grand design of what she thought marriage was going to be. And, I mean, how even I did, too. I never, I never, um... I never seen a, a, a functional relationship. A, um, I guess that's the right word. I never seen a relationship that you know was equal. I never seen a relationship that was um, filled with love and respect. Um, my best example of a relationship is a codependent relationship um, based on fear of being alone and 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 to not have somebody in this world that, you know, cared, so you just take whoever's going to love you, and then once you figure out that they love you, and they ain't going to go nowhere, and then you start to, um, drift away from them, and now you're looking for somebody else who's going to love you and keep you safe, because you know you're about to fuck up with the one that you're with, you know what I mean, that's the cycle that, um, I don't know about other people, but that's the cycle that I went through for the longest time, and, before I came home from prison, like, I vowed to myself, like, the promises I make to myself, I try not to break the most, like, I'm, I don't like people to lie to me, I don't like people to break promises to me, so, I can't be adamant about that, and not be adamant about my own self lying to me, or my own self, um, my own self, you know, um, just period lying to me, I don't fucking know, I forget, like, I mean, I got a lot on my mind. But see, that's the type of shit that, um, that's the type of shit you got to think about, you know, like, when I'm taking my inventory, like, I always get caught up on my inventory, and, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take a, a review of my day, and maybe stuff that I say to people, and, and maybe, you know, my actions to people, or maybe even the way I fucking felt about somebody that was in my chair, or, you know, that I work with, or, you know what I mean, because in the last couple of months, I realized that, you know, in the time that I started 
you know, changing my life. Like I, I neglected other parts of my life that were really important, like, you know, my self-respect and my, um, my self-respect and my, um, you know, the love of myself. Like I really started doubting myself and, and, and um, you know, asking myself like, why me? And like, you know, and really that, that's good for nobody. Like when you start asking why me, like you might as well just, you know, go see a fucking counselor or something because, you know, there's a reason why it's you. Like we're supposed to be able to handle struggle. Like we're made, you know, invincible to that, you know, for the most part, as long as you, you know, don't lose yourself in the struggle. Yeah, I mean, if you're hurting, yeah, that's that's cool. Like, I mean, it's not cool, but like, you know, you're hurting, and I understand that, you know, and and I want to find a way to help you through this process. You know what I mean? But getting high ain't gonna help. You know what I mean? Lashing out at your loved ones ain't gonna help. You know what I mean? Flicking off a motherfucker because you know he driving too slow in front of you ain't gonna help. And I've done all this shit. You know what I mean? Um, you know, quitting your job and walking out and making a scene that ain't gonna help. The only thing that's going to help with the pain and the regret and the, you know, the demons are dealing with that shit internally, like letting that shit, you know, getting it off in a fucking, um, you know, whether you're doing a podcast, that's really what my podcast is about. It's about me. It's not about the world. You know, I hope it helps somebody along the way. I really do. I hope somebody hears this and says, God damn it. You know what I mean? I'm going to try myself. You know what I mean? If he can do it four times, five times, so can I. You know what I mean? Um, and that doesn't offend me because, you know, I really feel like um, I once felt, I should say, that I couldn't do this. And I've had second thoughts. It's two years later since the last time I, I, I copped. And... In the last two years, like, I, I can probably tell you, you know, I've regretted my decision, I don't know, probably like 20 times, um, and thought that, you know, prison was a better alternative, or, you know, being single and walking away from my kids yet again, um, and my wife yet again, um, because, you know, relationships are kind of hard and, you know, I really need to focus on my career and like I already had that shit like play in my head and, you know, like how am I going to, you know, tell them that I can't do this anymore because that's that's where it got to and that's where I got depressed and I was like, what am I thinking? Like I got some of the, you know, I got, I have the very best people around me right now, um, most of them in my household. And I, and at the end of the day, like I'm inspired to do good and not to relapse and not to, you know, fall back in my slumber and, you know, to fight my demons. I'm inspired to do all that only because, you know, finally in my life, I feel like I have something worth living for. And that's not to say that, you know, my first eight children weren't worth surviving for and that they weren't enough and at the end of the day like you know Jen came in and saved me none of that's not none of that's the case um I really um never got over losing not one of my kids but I've always been so much of like don't wear nothing on my chest you know what I mean like I'm straight up like you know at any minute I can you know handle business and put in work if that's what's required but I'd rather not like that's the way I've carried myself my entire life I've always you know treated people with respect until you know I felt they didn't deserve it and then they didn't get in it you know what I mean and so I've always done what I wanted to do how I wanted to do it and you know that doesn't always work in mainstream society and I apologize for that but that's probably not going to change too much you know what I mean like no matter how much I evolve there's certain um, aspects of, of my behaviors that I don't care to let go. Like, they, they've gotten me to where I'm at, you know what I mean? And they, um, they uh, you know, like, my, my, my respect factor, like, not lying to anybody and, you know, treating everybody with respect. And if by chance I, 
you know, disrespect somebody or offend them, you know, um, apologize as much as reasonably possible until they get crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like you start mouthing off just because you feel respect, disrespected after I said, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like now, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm disrespected and you had the opportunity not to disrespect me. So, you know, you know, you're doing it. So now we got to rumble, you know what I mean? But that really never really comes to that because I don't carry myself in that manner. You know what I mean? Four and a half years in Camp Hill and I never got in a fight. Never had anybody that wanted to hurt me. You know what I mean? There was, there was rival, um, gang members that, you know, um, didn't particularly like me, didn't like the fact that I was breathing. But at the same time, you know, there's politics in that too. And I was more valuable to him alive than dead. So at the end of the day, like we were able to coexist. And, um, you know, that that's the thing, like coming from the environment I come from, like respect is real big, you know? And uh, even the UPS man got to work in the brain. I'm sorry, brother. You know what I mean? I hope it gets better for you. But anyway, um, you know, like, that's one of the reasons why um, respect is so important to me. And if you lie to me, you know, it's not that I'm hurt about the lie. I'm hurt about because you had the audacity to disrespect me, especially knowing who I am. You know what I mean? As a person and, 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 you know, a man and, you know, the way I carry myself and, you know, so... You know, that's why I'm real big on honesty, because if you lie to me, you don't respect me. You know, you don't respect that I can understand. You don't respect that I can handle what you don't want to tell me. And 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 at the end of the day, you know, the lie is all about you. It's not about me. You know, my, no matter what your justification for it is. So, you know, but like I, I carry myself in, in a way that, you know, I make it really clear that, you know, I respect myself. And anybody else in contact with me is going to have to respect me as well. And, and you know, if, if I do something to offend you or you decide that you, like, ain't feeling me or, or, you know, as far as the respect factor, then maybe that's something we need to talk about or we just need not to talk at all because, you know, um, that's the way that's the way a man should carry himself. Like, if there's a problem, like, I'm not going to nobody. I'm not going, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to sit you down and we're going to talk it out or we're going to fight it out because... Even in mainstream society and trying to be, you know, um, whatever it is, you know, like run with the crowd and be, you know, do things the way society do them. You know what I mean? That's where, you know, things started changing in the world when men stopped being men. When it stopped being, you know what I mean? Like, I got a problem with you. You got a problem with me. Let's go outside, duke it out or shoot it out. But at the end of the day, when it's over, it's over. You know what I mean? You ain't going to go get your buddies. I ain't going to go get my buddies. You know what I mean? I ain't got to worry about moving my wife and kids out of town because you're going to knock them off the road or something with your little horse and buggy or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? And that's the way things were. You know what I mean? And Before I went up, before I left York County and we went upstate, you know, we was trying to, you know, put that down in, in York County, you know, like there was so many different, you know, gangs from different states and sets and you know what I mean? And everybody was beefing with everybody. I'm the bigger boy. You're the bigger boy. But we wear the same color. Like all this shit was crazy. And, you know, the important thing was, you know, all that violence got in the way of business. So we had to do something about that. You know what I mean? So a few of us just decided, you know, like this is this is the terms. These are what this is how business is going to be conducted. And anybody that steps outside that, like you got to be dealt with. You know, what I mean, we got to shut you down. Like, you know, what I mean, it might start with a shutdown, but it might end with you know somebody going down. So nobody wanted to take it that far. And politics were so busy, you know, and everybody needed to make money. So in return, you know. Um, you know, like, people started coexisting, like, you got, you know, three different sets of, of, of one, and one set of another, and then one set of another, and then two sets from another, and all these guys are sitting down playing cards together, you know what I mean, or if there was really something, there was really a problem, and y'all really wanted to rumble, alright, y'all go in the fucking cell, 
y'all mash this shit the fuck out, and then you're both gonna come back out here and divvy up your commissary so y'all ain't going to meals and getting us all locked the fuck down. And then y'all gonna handle it like that, you know what I mean? And nobody runs to the cops and nobody need to be doing no telling or talking. The shit is over. Now we're gonna play some cards and watch some Jerry Springer and, you know what I mean, everybody's gonna be cool because that's what everybody watches in, in, in York County. Jerry Springer and all them shits and Wendy Williams and, you know, at night, you know, it's a fight over whether we're gonna watch some fucking you know, basketball or football or the movie that they just played last week, but, you know, these dudes weren't in jail yet, so they didn't see it, you know, whatever, but, um, and we started bringing some real order to, to the organizations and, and telling people, you know, you fuck with our money, you know, that's where you fuck with us, so at the end of the day, like, um, if you do anything other than mind your own fucking business and, and handle your hustle, um, it, something's gonna happen to you, you know what I mean? And, um, this is a good song for today. Oh, man. We missed it. Your fault. You know what I mean? Um, but that is a good song. I can push replay, but you didn't even hear what the fuck it was, so. You're gonna miss out on that, but, um, over the course of, of my podcast, you're gonna hear a lot of, a lot of my music. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do it or not, you know what I mean? Like, copyright shit but at the end of the day I ain't trying to make no money off this shit like I don't really give a fuck if anybody's even listening at the end of the day like I get it off my chest and um you know it's on wax and if anything should happen to me like there's a record of how I really fucking feel like stuff I don't say to nobody like they'd probably put me in a fucking straight jacket if I started telling these motherfuckers how I really feel like, I was always careful, you know, when I was in prison, when I would talk to the psychiatrist and watch what I say, but I needed to get those, you know, pharmaceuticals, so I would, you know, it was a fine line, you walk between saying too much and then not saying enough and not getting what you want, so I would always um, walk that fine line, and I would always avoid saying that, you know, I heard voices, or, <laughs> you know what I mean, saw shadows, or, you know what I mean, but in the, at the end of the day, like, I really do hear voices, but they're my voices. It's the voice of, of, of the part of me that wants to succeed. It's the voice of the part of me that wants to give up. It's the voice of the part of me that, you know, just wants to balance shit out and, 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 and take whatever we can get in life and be happy with that. You know what I mean? And um, settle. You know, there's part of me that wants to settle. Um, and they all have their own voices and, and they go through shit. And, and at night... Um, then I have my own personal voice amongst my voices. <laughs> That's funny, right? Yeah, motherfuckers want to come get me. Um, and that voice is usually like the voice of, um, you know, like really on, on point and, and, and doing the right thing and wants everybody to, um, you know, just get along. Like the Reginald Denny of the motherfucking, uh, no, it wasn't, it was Rodney King. Rodney King of the motherfucking situation. You know what I mean? Can't we all just get along? Like, ain't we tired of fighting? Um, you know, at some point you gotta lay down your arms and, you know, bury them in the backyard in case shit get crazy again. But, um, you know, so always make sure you have a sharp shovel and the ground is, you know, not too hard. But whatever, um... It's important that, um, you know, this shit comes out. But, like, for real, like, I don't make no money off this. But, like, you know, I'm a big fan. And, you know, they help me through so much. And if I could introduce to somebody, if only thing I do as far as helping somebody else is introduce them to some better music. Like, I try and get my kid to listen to this. And he too busy listening to motherfucking Juice World and, and, and who are these motherfuckers? Like, who are these motherfuckers? Kodiak, Kodiak, you was an ugly motherfucker. And who this clown that put a fucking diamond in his forehead? Like, does he not think that the average guy, the, the, the motherfucking Joe Schmo that's a fucking chiropractor in his daddy's practice that drives a fucking Audi would kill him over a fucking $20 or $20 million diamond and you're going to get it implanted in your fucking head? I don't even have to cut you to the bone to get it. I could probably take it out with my fucking fingernails. That's just stupid. Oh, I wanted to keep it for safekeeping. Well, put it up your ass, motherfucker. Put it there, all right? Because you got a better chance of keeping it 
putting it there than putting it on your forehead. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not judging you or anything. But that was stupid. And Cody, that motherfucker ugly. You know what I mean? And then Future, he gonna get on some Drake shit and and sound like the Cookie Monster. I'm just saying, like, music nowadays is real garbage. And you know, I come from you know a time when music was music, like. You know what I mean? Like, the shit was taken seriously. Like, you could change a person's life just by playing them a song. Like, I remember the first time I heard Go-Go Mickey. You know what I mean? Like, I'm living near D.C., so I'm already in the Go-Go joints. Heard Go-Go Mickey, and it was over. That was my song. You know what I mean? And then, you know, getting to know Pac, and and, and, and I didn't really care for Big Slacker. He died. Now, I kind of, you know, I respect him, but, you know what I mean? I'm still a Pac fan at the end of the day. Like, I chose West Coast. It's cool. Ain't never been there, but you know what I mean? Like I might have a friend there, I don't know. Um But uh so now like I'm going through my life and, and, and this music fits the the uh level I'm at in life right now. So you might hear some of it, you know what I mean? If there's an issue, you know what I mean, somebody can reach out to me. I'll stop doing it. I figure I'm just trying to spread the word. Like I need to turn people on to this music because this is what's helping in my process. Like I you know, before I discovered this music, I was depressed and, you know, I contemplated many things. I called the crisis center a couple of times and I tried to reach out and tell my wife, you know what I mean? And she thought I was just trying to put it in her face, but I was really trying to reach out for help and like, listen, honey, like I need you to be on me about getting to this doctor and stuff. But you know what I mean? She took it the wrong way and I, and I probably heard her thinking that she, you know, she probably thought that I was trying to hurt her feelings, but I was really telling her, like, I'm calling the crisis center right now, you know what I mean, and also I wanted her to know, you know, I wasn't on the phone with no biscuits, like, normally I don't, I don't touch my phone when I'm at home, now she's in bed and I'm downstairs on the phone, like, what are you gonna think, but I also told her for that reason, and, you know what I mean, not that I don't think she trusts me, because she really does, um, but where I come from, like, that was just, you know, a common practice because nobody trusted me, and why should they? Um, then, but, um, yeah, if anybody got a problem with it, they can hit me up, you know what I mean? And, and for real, like, I don't mean no disrespect to anybody by, by you know, playing it in my background or, you know what I mean? Because really, you know, I'm not trying to benefit um, from your music. I'm trying to benefit by releasing what's inside me and hopefully helping somebody else and if they discover your music you know that's just twice as better because you know i mean i know what the music itself does for me you know the hooks is crazy the the rhymes is tight you know i mean the beat is on point like at the end of the day it's everything i need you know what i mean and some of the things you know that are said you know i mean that's exactly the way i feel at that particular time now i can't rap you know what I mean, like, I can write some music and stuff, but I'm no rapper, I'm really no singer either, and, um, but I, but I have a story to tell, and my story is a little, you know, ain't much different, but it, it, you know, it's my own, it's unique, but at the same time, it's also, um, it's also me, um, you know, all the words are, you know, for the most part of most of yours, most of the songs that, you know, you'll hear in my backgrounds or if I have an intro, there's songs that really touch me because I don't, you know, I don't push no, no fake shit. Like I love Pac to death, but all his party mixes was garbage. You know what I mean? Cause that's not what he was. You know what I mean? His life wasn't fun, you know, and Jelly and Shrug are the same way. Like they don't put out no club shit. Like they put out some love shit that I really dig. You know what I mean? Like Love One is probably, like, the greatest song ever made. Um, but there's a few more. But also, you know, the real shit, they're, like, really talking about real problems. And, you know what I mean? Money, hoes, and clothes is cool. But, you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear about somebody else that can't pay their electric bill or, you know, um, trash bill or their water bill is, like, $1,000 and they paying $20 a month on it. I want to hear somebody else go through the struggles that I'm going through. And that's exactly what they do. And, you know, I co-sign everything that I put out or, if, you know, if I play it for somebody, you know, I introduce the music to them and I'm, I'm real. I share it on all my Facebooks and, you know, that's why I don't think it'd be a problem on my podcast, but whatever. Like I said, let me know. But, um, 
you know, there, there's many tools, you know, to get right in your mind. You just need to open up your mind and, and, and um, focus on what what ails you. What is what is what is a thorn in your side that you need to express or get out in order to feel better and move on to the next step in your process. But that's all I got for right now. Um, I gotta go pick up my son from school and come home and get ready, you know, to work. So you know, slay some hair, as I, as I put it, um, but, uh, you know, if anybody's listening, if not, you know, whatever, um, I want you to know that the struggle is worth it, struggle is real, you know, sometimes life sucks, but it is definitely worth it, if not to you, to, you know, somebody that loves you. That's all I got. I got a lot to say, like the clip on a gun, but I'm gonna keep this one on safety. Make it home safely. Never let the pressure of acceptance ever change me. Money never made me, it made me go crazy. Made people expect more than I could give. Now they hate me. I still love you though. And I'ma see you on the other side. I'm cool being alone. Cause when it's time, I know my brother's right. Like now that I start this pod shit, this podcast stuff land, I cannot stop. Like I'm like a motherfucking like leaking a pipe that just got bigger and you know I got so much to tell the world, you know, and and, and you know if just one person, you know, benefits from it or learns something from it or your life changes because of it, you know what I mean? Maybe you need to give somebody a message as well. Maybe you need to do something like this too. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they say you only keep what you got by giving it away. And, you know, I mean, that shit is real true because when I became, um, when I went into, when I, when I, you know, decided to change my life and, and recover, um, you know, it started in prison. And, you know, when it was time to go home, like I told the judge, like, yo, man, like I ain't really trying to go home right now. And just start getting high again and, and wind up back in front of you in a year or two and you put me in the state joint just because you're tired of seeing me. You know, why don't you um consider some rehab shit? And um, you know, I already been in jail a year, so you know I'm clean and you know, thinking right, why don't you put me in some rehab and then go home from there? And the judge was like, you know, that's a mighty bright idea, Mr. Potts. And I'm gonna go ahead and let you go ahead and uh um go to rehab, let's get it done in the next two weeks. And immediately I was put into rehab within like a week and a half and um, went from the prison cell to the, you know what I mean, rehab hell, best re, I don't even know because it's the only rehab I've ever been to, but like I really felt like people really cared about my well-being and, you know, I felt safe enough to, you know, become vulnerable and learn things and, and, and share a part of me that, you know, I really didn't give a lot of people and, I was able to um, reach new ground in dealing with the death of my mother through some work I did with the counselor and, you know, I became a leader in, um, in, in rehab, like I became the chairman of the house and, um, you know, guys were really looking up to me and, and waiting for me to speak and, you know, I thrived on it, like it just made me even want to be better and, you know what I mean? I came home on fire. On fire. Like, I was never going to touch drugs again. I was going to save every addict there ever was. You know what I mean? And, you know, rehabs were going to write stories about me. And that was just my addictive personality. Just, you know, I got addicted to the attention. And, um, you know, I wasn't getting high anymore but off of drugs. But I was definitely getting high off the intention. And, you know, that happens too, you know. In, in, you know, when you're doing your um, process and, 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 you know, if you attend groups and meetings and stuff and, you know, 
when you speak and everybody just, you know, it's a captive audience. So, you know, some guys, they just get to speaking and never shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? And they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, they started the same sentence three or four times and ended it with, thank you, Jesus. And they really didn't say nothing. You know what I mean? What are you thanking them for? You know, aside from, you know, you ain't stinking like shit no more. Like, you pissed on yourself. You ain't... You ain't, um, there's so many different aspects to your life that you're not, um, that you're not doing anymore that was harming you. You know, you may still do some things, but now all of a sudden, you know, I'm addicted to the attention and, 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 you know, um, addicted to people's admiration now. And then, you know, so when I get out of rehab now, you know, ain't nobody, you know, clapping for me. When I'm talking about my feelings, ain't nobody really got time to listen to them, you know, and then I'm seeing people that, you know, you know, they supposed to be there in a counselor situation and, and, you know, or, or, you know, as a brother or as a uh, fellow man of God, whatever, whatever, whoever. Um, and, you know, they end up talking more than I do and, you know, interrupting me and, and not letting me complete a thought. So I don't really know you know, how to express myself and tell them what's going on in my mind and, and actually giving them an opportunity to give me a good recommendation or, or uh, recommend, you know, some kind of... Word. Some kind of something, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, I can't even tell you the whole story, so you can't diagnose shit, you know what I mean? Because you won't shut the fuck up long enough for me to say what I'm saying and understand what I'm saying. Like, you want to tell me how to fix my problems, and you don't even know what my problem is, that was my problem with counselors, that's my problem with my pastor sometimes, you know what I mean, I used to tell him, like, all I want to do is talk, like, I don't want no advice, I don't want your opinion, I just want somebody to hear that I'm fucked up, and what you see on the outside, the inside is, is rotten, and on the outside, you got this, you know, it's almost like having a beautiful Victorian home. And outside, you just painted all the windows. You got the white shutters. You know what I mean? The house looks beautiful. The lawn's manicured. You got curtains in the window. You know what I mean? Candles in the window. So at night, you know, they light up. And, you know, it, from the outside, it looks like you're living the American dream. And your kids are lucky. And your wife's lucky. And your, you know, your mother-in-law lives up the street. So you don't feel real lucky. Um, cause it had to be in her neighborhood cause your wife wouldn't move any the fuck where else, you know what I mean? Cause she was afraid to leave home, you know, daddy issues and shit. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, all you're trying to do is, is, um, do the right thing and, and try not to hurt nobody. Hey son, how are you? I'm doing a podcast. So hey, say hello. Hi. This is Noah. He's, you know, he's weird sometimes, but, you know, I love him. He's a good kid. You know what I mean? And, and one of these days, he'll let me give him a cool haircut, and he might get um, laid or something. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that's right. I said that shit. You know what I mean? Um, it's just kind of how I feel right now. You know what I mean? Like, I know um, that I'm cool, whatever. Um, but, so at the end of the day, like, I got to make this exit because... You know, I do have a life outside of podcasting. I I do work a full-time job as a hairstylist. I am a full-time dad, husband, um, whatever else. Like, I'm a shoulder to cry on. A motherfucker's been pouring buckets down my back for about two weeks now. You know, everybody, everybody's got issues right now. Everybody's got something that makes them want to, you know, call it quits or something. And, you know, I don't think anybody should be alone in a situation like that. Even though, even with them, I feel alone. So, um, but that's not what it's about. Like, it's not about me. Nothing is about me. Um, and that's what I try and get to in life. Like, it's not about me. You know, I've been a narcissist my whole life. And it's always been that I felt that the world revolved around what I thought and what I said. And what I believed. And that got me in a lot of trouble because... The judge and the DA really didn't believe what I believed. <laughs> the jury, you know, the jury was trying to hang me from day one. And, um, you know, that's whatever. My lawyer was, lawyer was cool, I guess. Um, he did his thing. 
I'm a free man today. Um, really no help to him, thanks. But you know, I did this shit on my own. And um, but you know, in the everyday life that you know I live on the struggle is, you know, tuck that shit in and put a smile on your face, stick your chest out, and you know, no matter how much your back hurts, don't slouch. And, um, you know, wear comfortable shoes because, you know, you're going to be asked to carry the world at times. And, um, you know, it's those times that you carry the world that people realize your strength and they want to, you know, they're either going to use it or abuse it. And, you know, either way, you know, your relationships are, are built on for most part on worth like what 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 do you benefit me like what is being your friend going to do for me what is letting you into my circle of trust going to do for me because if the shit don't pay dividends it really isn't worth it you know to some people and for me you know i'm not motivated by money money doesn't money doesn't do anything for me like i'm you know what I mean? Like, I could spend it or I don't have to spend it. As long as my kids are fed and the electric's still on, like, you know what I mean? I don't need... I like I like walking around with a little loot in my pocket, but, you know, if it's not there, something else will replace it. I got lighters and change and keys and... You know what I mean? Like, my pockets is always filled with something, candy. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be money. Um, I just need enough to live. You know, and I get to get up every day and go to work and come home to my family, a cook meal, clean clothes, warm house, warm body to lay next to. You know what I mean? Kids to yell at, play with, laugh at, you know what I mean? Watch TV shows with. And I said it a million times, like my life wasn't supposed to turn out this way. I was never supposed to get out of prison. I was never supposed to be anything. Never supposed to have a, a, a degree. Never supposed to graduate high school. I didn't graduate high school. That was that was the one thing they got right. Nostradamus, y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Um, but that's the only thing anybody ever got right about me. You know what I mean? Everybody thought I'd fall and never get up. Every time. You'll never be nothing. I'm still not really nothing, you know, I mean, other than what I am, and that's, you know, a father, a husband, and a hairstylist, you know, man of God, um, so it's not, um, you know, I'm living my dreams, I mean, sitting in a prison cell, you know what I mean, roaches and rats, you know what I mean, rats taking my commissary, like, no dude never took my commissary, the entire time I was in prison, never, them motherfucking rats would come in and rob me, and I wake up when they leaving, and they just look back like, fuck you, you know what I mean, like, what are you gonna do, like, and there wasn't nothing I could do, I'm afraid of them, like, I don't fuck with them anyway, my celly put one on my bed one time, I almost killed him, almost became a seed coat overnight, um, so I, I, you know, where I come from and where I am, you know what I mean, like, I live a, I live a fantasy lifestyle, like, this to me would never happen, every time I've hit rock bottom, I thought it was the last time, like, I'm not gonna, you know, I go into safety mode and panic mode, and all of a sudden now I'm doing everything I can to survive, and sometimes it's counteract, counterproductive, and, you know, I end up shooting myself in the foot, and, you know, now I'm back at square one, and, you know, I don't consider them failures. I consider them just, you know, um, stepping stools, you know, like, you know, you're going to fall down, but it's, you know, all in the get up. You know, you know, no matter how mad it hurts, no matter how bad you want to quit, you just get the fuck up and keep moving. If you got to go on autopilot, that's what you do. You know what I mean? It's many a days in my life that I've been on autopilot and done some of my best work even. You know what I mean? I just let my mind be where it needs to be and my body be where it needs to be and both of them functioning on a, at a high um, capacity 
you know, which is very tiring, you know what I mean? Um, it's almost like living a double life, you know what I mean? Um, and then, like, to have all that hate inside your heart, but then create such beauty. Um, you know, it's almost like, you know, artists in general are tortured souls, whether they're musicians or painters or hairstylists or, you know what I mean, like, you mold shit with fucking clay. Like, no matter what, you know, that, that um, ability, that skill is a blessing from God to help us deal with the struggle because he knew in advance that we were going to have a fucked up life anyway. So, you know, to drop a little blessing on us here and there just to keep us in the game and not want to give up, you know what I mean? He gives us the ability to paint beautiful portraits, to sing, you know, beautiful songs and to, um, you know, make other people happy by, you know, helping them in their process of you know, their self-image, um, you know, they're, when God gives you a gift, it's for a reason, it's not for, you know, just because he feels sorry for you, it might have something to do with it, like, you know, like, God probably looked at my life and was like, you know, the devil gonna get him, you know what I mean, so before it's over, let's give him three wives, 14 kids, and, you know what I mean, let him have a little success in this little hair thing he's doing, and then, you know, then he's going to really feel and figure out what, you know, true pain and agony is um, on another level. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, you just got to keep in mind that, you know, not one minute of worry is going to change what happens tomorrow. So you don't worry about tomorrow. You worry about today. Like, you handle what you got to handle today. Like, I got to work. I got to, you know, make sure my wife knows I love her. Make sure my kids feel like they're supported. You know what I mean? And, you know, probably do a little bit of honey-do shit because, you know what I mean, that's how you really score points with the wife. Um, but uh, the, the takeaway from today is to never stop. Even when you're succeeding, don't stop. Have a great day.